the LCBO is raising their prices. Um, they have to. According to an article in the Toronto Star, the cost of a bottle of wine at the LCBO will be going up soon because of new freight costs for importing wine to the province. Means uh, increases of up to a dollar to three dollars per bottle on a lot of wine that you like from outside North America. And, uh, the LCBO, just to name a few here, um, cost increases say that, uh, wine coming from Spain will rise, uh, $15 to, uh, 12 for a 12 bottle case up from the current $7 per case. That's a big jump. That's more than double. Uh, certain wine from Italy will rise about $20 per case from less than $10 and a specific bottle from Argentina will cost $20 extra per case from $9 right now. So we've got uh, some cost increase. And, you know, the customers always end up wearing it right at the end of the day. This actually could be good news for, I'm hoping, Ontario Wines. Aaron Dobbin is president and CEO of the Ontario Wine Growers Association. He joins the Kelly Cotrera Show. Now, Aaron, it's good to have you on. It's good to have you back. It's not great news for you that I'm telling people to go up and go out and stock up, but the reality is people will start to do this. Um, how good of news is this for Ontario producers? Uh, I don't know that it's actually good news at all, Kelly. I think the, you know, I think there's two elements to this. As one is, you know, the the LCBO is increasing the freight costs um, quite substantially for imports. Um, But those imports also receive massive subsidies from their countries, especially in the EU. So we'll see what what actual impacts actually have. Uh, And then the second part is uh, we're facing many of those same cost increase pressures here in Ontario, uh, particularly around freight, gas, uh, and bottles. Uh, Just trying to get bottles right now is a, a big challenge. So we're we're facing those same challenges um, that the imports are going to have in terms of uh, upward pressure on, on prices. Yeah, so you're saying that as far as Canadian winemakers go, those supply chain uh, strains and challenges that we've experienced over the pandemic, they're not gone yet because you mentioned bottles. That was a big problem early pandemic, still going on. I know that there was uh, problems for some vintners uh, getting uh, corks, labels, boxes, even pallets. Uh, and fertilizer now is going up. That is really going to hurt the average uh, producer, isn't it? Yeah, we're seeing increases like 25 to 30 percent just for freight. Uh, and glass, we're seeing price increases 30, 40 percent. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a very challenging time. And with the inflation that the Bank of Canada is trying to fight, uh, it's 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 a challenge for everyone. Right. I, uh, I thought this might be a good news story for you, but for, you know, a long time, if you walk into the LCBO, the average person looks at the retail price of Canadian wines, compares them to an imported wine, and it seems to defy logic that you could be paying close to the same for a wine that's made, you know, um, literally across the pond that has to be shipped here as a, as a wine from an hour away in Ontario. So can you walk us through why uh, the ins and outs of the price discrepancy that we see from imported to local wines in the LCBO? Sure. Well, I think first and foremost, you know, the LCBO provides a very valuable service to the imports. Um, they create, you know, if you're a small winery in Italy, uh, you can sell your, your cases of wine to the LCBO and the LCBO takes care of shipping it. So 
even with their cost increases, the LCBO creates significant economies of scale for the wines that they import. So that's a that's a distinct advantage that the that the importers have over having to do it themselves. Uh, you have uh, you know almost two billion dollars if you're a winery in the EU. There's almost two billion dollars in annual subsidies available to you uh, to help from the Cana- from the Ontario government. Oh no, from the from the European Union. Okay, all right. So the European Union offers about almost two billion dollars a year in subsidies to wineries in the EU. Uh, and then if you're you mentioned Argentina, Argentina has a much warmer climate for growing grapes. Uh, and, you know, and a lot of those countries also have lower labor costs. So there's some distinct built-in economic advantages for winery for uh, uh, wineries in a lot of uh, foreign countries. Yeah, and I didn't even touch on labor costs. We didn't mention that, but labor costs are going up as well. After taxes, I always find this just stunning. Ontario wineries get only 35 cents for every dollar earned through retail sales at the LCBO. That makes it a costly endeavor. I was reading that um, if you wanted to really understand the Canadian wine industry, that you have to think of it as a craft industry. What does that mean? Well, to put it in context, there are nine wineries in California alone that are larger than the entire wine production of Canada. So in terms of being uh, a, craft, a craft industry, um, even our larger wineries are, you know, relatively small on a world scale. So it makes it hard to compete. So what is our focus then? As a Canadian vintner, where do we put our focus? Is it on quality wines, not quantity? Because we know we cannot get that to that level of production. Uh, mainly, uh, not just because we we have a lot of area to grow grapes on. Is just it might not be the right area, and also we don't have the right climate. Well, I think we have the right climate for the right grapes. So and the right type of wine. So you know we have our our cool climate allows us to make incredibly good wines. Uh, you know, we are on the same uh, longitude as uh, uh, France and Burgundy. Mm-hmm. So we do have, and, you know, in Niagara, we have the uh, the effects of the Great Lakes, which helps us a lot. So we do have the right climate for the right wines. Uh, it just means that we're growing, we're growing less volume per acre. Um, so we're not able to harvest as many grapes uh, per acre, which impacts our costs, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, we take a very, we take a balanced approach. We are definitely focused on growing our VQA, our premium priced, uh, wines. Uh, and at the same time, we're able to, uh, you know, w- work to deliver, uh, value priced wines to Ontario consumers as well. Okay. So you mentioned that we do some wines quite well. We grow some very good grapes here. What are the wines, particular wines that we should be looking at that we do exceptionally well here in Ontario? What what varieties? <laughs> now you're asking me to choose amongst my uh, children. Um, <laughs> we the, all know everybody has favorites. <laughs> they know it too, so don't try and hide it. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I think uh, some of our whites are especially good, the Chardonnays and Rieslings, um, but we also do reds very well, uh, you know, it, depending on your uh your taste buds and your preferences. You know, you can look at uh, Cab Francs, uh, Bacco Noir, 
Uh, you're also looking at uh, Cabsov. So a lot of the uh, the vinifera that you would normally associate with uh, with France, uh, you know, you can get you know, amazing Pinot Noirs here. Um, so you know, our our cooler climate allows us to to make Pinot Noir, uh, and you can find different kinds and different uh, for different palates within even you know something uh, a wine like Riesling or Pinot Noir. Uh, depending if you're buying in Prince Edward County, if you're mm-hmm. buying it on the Beansville bench versus uh, Niagara on the lake, uh, you know, Lake Erie, North Shore, you're going to get a different wine uh, based on the region. Um, but all of them can produce uh, excellent uh, wines. Well, Aaron, you did a great job of not picking a favorite, I have to say. And also, I think, you know, you've, you've put some... Uh some food for thought in our brains here. Maybe uh, with the cost of gas dropping, it'd be a good weekend or even a good month to get out and uh, and do a little driving tour around to some of our local vineyards because they're not far away from us and they need some love because this, uh, this story, which I was hoping would be a good news story for our Ontario producers, might not be m- much of a boost at all. Thank you so much for joining us, Aaron. Thank you so much. And if people can come out to wine country, that is, the best way to support Ontario wines. And it's a great thing to do. I've been to wine country. I've spent some time in Niagara on the Lake quite a bit and uh, always enjoy that. It is a great outing. It's a great staycation. Go and give the love to your local vintners. Thanks so much, Aaron. Have a great day. Thank you, Kelly. Take care. Aaron Dobbin is president and CEO of the Ontario Wine Growers Association.